Hey, potential podcast listeners. If you think you might be feeling depressed, stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, then our sponsor, BetterHelp, is here to help you. BetterHelp offers licensed therapists who are trained to listen and help you. You can talk to your therapist in a private, safe, online environment at your convenience. There's a broad range of expertise with BetterHelp's 20,000-plus therapist network that gives you access to help that may not be available in your area. All you do is simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your specific needs, and then you get matched with a therapist in just under 48 hours. After that, you can schedule secure video and phone sessions. Plus, you can exchange unlimited messages, and everything you share is completely confidential. Join the over 3 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with an experienced BetterHelp therapist. Our listeners will get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com potential. That's betterhelp.com slash potential. Once again, that's 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com potential. Take charge of your mental health with BetterHelp. And remember, know your potential. This episode is a sponsored partnership by Keen. So, you finally decided that you want to seek psychic advice. But now you're just sitting there and you're asking yourself, why Keen? Shouldn't I just look into psychics near me? It would probably be a lot easier. Our response? Why would you? Keen connects you with talented tarot readers and astrologers. If you want to get a reading on Keen, it's super easy to start. They've been giving trustworthy readings since 1999, over 35 million to be exact. All you have to do is create an account, and you'll be able to choose from hundreds of readers who are online right now. These readers each have unique specialties designed to provide a deeper understanding of your situation. Want to learn more about your love life? What's your financial future look like? Are you looking for a closure from a deceased loved one? Keen has a reader ready to provide clarity and insight. You can choose whichever reader best suits your needs, and you'll be able to connect via phone call or text. Just go to trykeen.com potential. As a new customer on Keen, you can try your first 10 minutes for only $1.99, which is up to $99 in savings. Once again, that's trykeen.com potential. Get your first 10 minutes for $1.99. And remember, know your potential. Talking all things entertainment, pop culture, and nerdum. This is the Potential Podcast. Welcome to the Potential Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm joined by my co-host Taylor Sokol. How are we doing, Taylor? We're doing well. We are um, living Livy the Loca, as uh, Ricky Martin once said. Living the Vida Loca. We are, man. Here we are. Still in August. It's mid-August now. Yeah. And uh, got a week till my birthday. That's exciting. Mm-hmm, this is true. Thirty-three. Wow. That's an exciting number. Said no one. But uh, <laughs> thirty-three. Yeah, coming up. But. Uh, Man, it just feels so good. You know, once again, we're just, you know, looking at all these movies that have been coming out, which is such a fun time. You know, we're kind of happy to have this summer uh, of movies coming back. It's a huge influx. Getting a little concerned about some projects just because of this Delta variant. Um, you know, we just got word that Venom was pushed back a whole month. And uh, I hope this isn't a continued, uh, you know, chain of events because... There's so many movies that have been slotted for this September, you know, through end of the year uh, slot. So I'm hoping that everything kind of stays, you know, we got Shang-Chi coming up September 3rd. I feel like that's a, a first big one to really launch off uh, the fall. Um, and there's a ton of big movies coming up. So I'm hoping that's not the case. Uh, but man, that Venom does look a lot of fun. But, you know, you know, we're still looking for that Spider-Man trailer. I don't see it. I don't see it anywhere. Um, yeah, and I just I hope that, that we continue to have the trend of movies in theaters where they should be. Um, I think you know we've enjoyed um, 
all these streaming you know platforms you know the comfort of your home it's great but it's still not the same and i think because it's so accessible there it, it kind of takes away from that experience and also a little bit of uh, drama in the news of you know people uh, so we got a lot of actors and actresses uh kind of you know fighting back about uh, studios you know with the whole thing with with streaming and stuff like that with uh talking about marvel scarlett johansson yeah and now we're hearing also uh, a couple other actors are uh, bringing up the situation as well. Uh, just the battle, you know, I'm sure typically they are negotiated to make a certain amount for the film. And sometimes they negotiate for, you know, a part of the profits. But if it goes to streaming, it becomes a whole, you know, other beast. Uh, exactly. I heard Emma Stone might be involved with Cruella. And, um, and now, you know, Dwayne Johnson uh, was brought up about if he's going to get more of a cut with Jungle Cruise on Disney+. Plus. Um, and I'm hearing a couple, you know, double standard of, well, why is the guy getting that? And there's a whole, you know, now we're hearing that Disney is no longer going to work with Scarlett Johansson ever again. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, which was interesting because what did they announce a couple months ago? We talked about, not even a couple months ago, like recently we talked about that they want to do a, a new version, uh, a film based on Twilight Zone Tower of Terror with Scarlett Johansson starring. I wonder if that's going to be, uh, if she's going to be cut from that project. So we will have to stay tuned and find out. But folks, we did tease you a little bit of what today's episode is going to be about. That we did. And so this is a first edition here on the Potential Podcast. This is a mystery episode. Oh, that was really cool. That was a new sound effect. That was new. Um, yeah, so we're entering the mystery corner of the Potential Podcast. Picture two men going on a journey beyond sight and sound. They left the podcast. They entered the mystery zone. Um, yeah. No, this is, yeah, because Chris and I, we, we always try to roll out some, you know, topics and kind of let you know in advance. This one, hey, you're listening, you're obviously intrigued, and you are obviously been a fan from the beginning. Uh, so we appreciate that. Um, thank you. Um. So yeah, we wanted to kind of mix it up a little bit, keep uh, keep kind of tantalizing it. And this is, uh, as all of our episodes, a little free form. This one, a little bit more free form than usual. We were, Chris and I both are fascinated um, with, uh, I would say, legends and um, myths. You know, creatures, creatures under the bed, so to speak, or the out there. You know, the truth is out there. I guess we're kind of like the X Files kind of guy. You know, we we uh, you know I wasn't a huge fan of the show, but I always did love a bit good mystery. And there are a lot of things that cannot be explained or cannot really be proven. Uh, but, you know, it hasn't stopped people from trying. And, of course, I think we wanted to talk about the myths and mysteries and very fitting uh, for a mystery episode. Yeah, we wanted to look into, you know, there's so many things you can really go into with a mystery episode. Uh, there are so many things out there that are really just uh, you can't quite explain on this planet that we live on. Um, and even just the fact that we live on the one planet that has life in our solar system in a universe with a bunch of solar systems. So that also plays a part of it. So we thought today we would to just hone in on one kind of category that does cover quite a bit. We're looking at the myths and mysteries of cryptozoology. And these are all the, the type of, uh, you know, by now quite famous uh, creatures, monsters, ghosts, things like that, that people have claimed to have seen, people have claimed to think exists. And yet, for some reason, we have no solid proof, uh, no solid photos, no solid evidence that uh, they actually do. We have things that people have collected along the way that they think are, uh, you know, uh, that, that connect to you know, different creatures and things. But it's such interesting that we're, we're in the year 2021. We have technology in terms of uh, not only just uh, stuff that can see UV versus, you know, radar, uh, you know, there's uh, heat, vision, all this stuff. But we have literally digital technology that can pinpoint you uh, from where you are, you know, located. And yet we cannot find uh, a giant walking ape in the woods. No. It just kind of goes into that weird uh, category of is this actually a real creature or has this become just a myth that has grown so big over time that it's you know it really is such a big part of pop culture and something that we do see a you know a ton of in, in movies television all that as well so you know taylor i'm gonna have you start off you pick our first 
mystery creature. Well, you know what? I'm gonna have to go with uh, one of my favorites that I think has fascinated uh, so many people out there is, of course, the Loch Ness monster. Mmm. Yes, Nessie. Yes, good old Nessie. Uh, such a interesting history uh, about Lake Loch Ness that you know is uh, you know this Loch Ness monster or Nessie, as aptly uh, as affectionately named. This large marine creature that was believed has been believed by some people to inhabit Lake Loch Ness in Scotland, um, but however much of the evidence has been discredited, and and now it's you know to the point of a myth. Everyone, there's the very iconic photo that later was dubbed a hoax. It was just a toy, but you see the you know neck of Nessie, but. Just something so so fascinating. This was it uh, was it an eel? Was it a, a pleosaur? I believe I said that wrong. I don't know. Uh, dinosaur that you know died millions of years ago. Sea but, serpent. Yeah, sea serpent. Dragon. You know what is it? Yeah. And it all started back, interesting enough, um, not too long ago in the grand scheme of things. Uh, you know, I mean, legends have gone back talking about you know 565 A.D., but really it was in 1833 was when the monster legend began to really grow at the time um, when this kind of picture came out. And there's just this whole like rush uh, to define this. And I think there's something to be said about there was uh, kind of like, this is before again, social media, you know, you see something in the paper and people are running to like, I've got to get the photo. And then there was like, it's that like classic myth. Like we've got to get, we got to get, we got to hunt this thing down or we got to find it. Everyone's about proving it. And so I think that was really cool. And then, of course, you know, hundreds of years now, it's it's still, you know, have they have they completely debunked it? Are they done? Of course, scientists over the years have, you know, put radar sonar. We can't find anything. And they're like, so there's nothing there. But just look at what Nessie has done for, you know, pop culture and, and movies and stuff. I mean, there's been movies um, that have just featured heavily and even like, you know, some, you know, offbeat, you know, evidence of that. But I just remember... Um, <laughs> I just remember thinking like that'd be so cool like this this Loch Ness monster like what it it just sounds it sounds very terrifying like you kind of think of like the creature of the Black Lagoon that's what comes to mind when you hear this thing. I always imagined why can't they you know take like one of those submarines like the the, the you know explore exploration mini submarines that they do with like the Titanic and stuff little, you know James little submersible would do. and you know so you know something like that and you, know, you just go through the whole lake and you know find this thing and. It, it does also go into the category of how much we have been told that we still have so much to explore of the ocean. And, you know, that's still, I think, I think for a lot of people, there is, there is a joy of the ocean. It's beautiful to look at. It's beautiful to sail on. Obviously people love to go to the beach, but I think no matter how much you are someone that likes the beach or likes the ocean, there's always a part of you naturally as a human being that has a, a fear of the ocean because that is not our domain. It's not where we are meant to live. There's the vastness of it. We can't even begin to fathom. Huh, a good pun there. What is be beyond the sea? What is below? Yeah. Um, and to think like, yeah, you know, I, I haven't been to this part of Scotland before, but, you know, I remember even as a kid, uh, we would go to Lake Havasu all the time and, even though Lake Havasu, you know, has a lot of fish, for some reason, you know, you watch, you, you think of this type of thing, you think of movies like Jaws, you think of uh, just things you see about, you know, you know, sharks, you, know, you think of the myth of the, you know, well, somewhat myth of the giant squid, but now we actually do have a giant squid, maybe not to the point of that big in 20,000 leagues under the sea, uh, or Pirates of the Caribbean. But I, I always remember, like, you know, I'd be, we'd go water skiing, you know, and you have to wait out in the water with the water skis till the boat goes. And for some reason, I always thought, for all I know, there could be a shark in here, <laughs> you know, but it's a lake. Like there's not, you know, um, or think of Lake Placid. Yeah, the alligators, you know. I'm not much of a water skier. I water ski mostly with my face. Um, but, uh, uh, but no, yeah, something like scary and terrifying about that. And um, it actually gives a really, you know, um, interesting, you know, we talk about the the fear of the ocean or fear of the deep. There's so many myths and mysteries of creatures that could be um, beyond, obviously, Lake Loch Ness. And you think about uh, one of the big ones out there um, that we keep, you know, we've seen it and we've talked about this on our most recent episode, the pirates. 
Think about, you know, the giant squid or the kraken. You know, and that's that that's another one where it's like, oh my gosh, like imagine this like this squid like larger than anything that could like literally take down a whole ship. Yeah, and there are there are I mean there has been evidence of giant squid. Uh, I know like in Japan and but there's the point where it's not um it's not to the degree that we see in movies where like it could devour an entire ship. But that alone I think would be creepy to to you know if you're on the water and you know to think of all those tentacles and yeah and even thinking of okay like another thing that i think has become a myth uh mystery of the ocean is mermaids mermaids have been a long time you know folklore uh you know tale of course we've seen it in so much pop culture and media but you know a lot of people they, they think of little mermaid they think of oh sweet uh, cute mermaids no mermaids for a long time have been more of a source of a warning about sailors you know more like the sirens like we know in the the odyssey yeah there was a little bit of a little bit in the same vein of the myth or that you know they would sing and use their voice to allure sailors and then grab them into the water and kill them to think like that's just kind of creepy to think that um obviously there has been no true proof of a mermaid, but it's fun to think nowadays, like there are, there's a huge amount of people. And I actually know a few that spend their weekends or many days, they go out to beaches and pools and they dress up as mermaids. They actually have real fins that they, well, not, you know, fake fins, but they look real. They buy fins that actually like, you know, can suit up to their waist and it's one long fin. And, there's a whole group of people out there that actually spend their time when they can as a mermaid uh, or a merman, as it is called. The merfolk, uh, if you will. <laughs> the merfolk. But yeah, the creatures of the deep, you know, we, we, there's still so many creatures that have yet to be discovered. But that, that myth and mythos of those that couldn't quite be explained have never been found. And, you know, even to the point of, you know, with sharks, there's sometimes people think there's still megalodons out there. Yeah, we get and movies like the Meg that came out. So it was like, okay. Giant versions of sharks, which would, you know, I think for sharks already terrifying for most people, but uh, giant sharks would be even creepier. Yeah. Well, moving off from the, the deep, uh, then we're going to go to one that probably is the most uh, popular and uh, well-known when it comes to cryptozoology. Just because it, 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 it literally... This guy's become a, a huge legend and has different names around the world. And I think that's something that really makes it unique is that it's not been like one part of the world that has claimed to have seen it. It's been claimed to be seen all over the, the world. But looking at Bigfoot, also known as the Yeti, uh, you know, the abominable snowman, the skunk ape, the Yowie, Sasquatch, I mean, Sasquatch, the names go on and on. There's so many names around the world, but this, you know, the idea of we know about apes, and we know the biggest apes are the gorillas, especially silverback gorillas. And, you know, we know the correlation for mo I mean, most people, if you remember, at least in school, if you didn't study it, that when it comes to apes, we are the closest descendants of apes in terms of our DNA. I think with chimpanzees, we're like 96.7, like we're something very high percent matching DNA. So obviously, most apes can either uh walk on all four or some can walk on two we obviously as humans uh walk on two legs but this idea of a bigfoot a a larger ape but humanoid type creature that, that would walk on its uh, hind legs like a human yeah have long swaying arms uh obviously a very large uh footprint uh which that i, I think that's been funny as um i think i remember like it must have been when I was very young at some point, I, I want to say it was the first time, I want to say probably yeah, going to Knott's Berry Farm. And Knott's Berry Farm has a, uh, a rapid ride that was themed around Bigfoot. And they actually had a little museum, like a little mini museum right next to the ride. And they actually had uh, a big, you know, one of those like in stone, uh, you know, or like in the um, cement, kind of like the, the, one of the footprints of Bigfoot. And I feel like that's that's where the the myth really grew was, you know, people would go into the woods and they would see, 
you know, okay, that's a bear print. I know that that is a, you know, that's a, a deer print, a caribou print. Why is there this print that looks like a giant foot, like a giant humanoid foot? And people started to claim that they'd see this. And then the mystery grew of people hearing things in the woods that are like, that doesn't really sound like a bear. It sounds more like an ape. And then, of course, we have the, the infamous uh, Patterson Gilman film, which is all of, you know, very uh, couple seconds long. But the, the infamous, you know, looks like in the woods, something walking and turns with the camera a little bit. Yeah, it's a classic. Well, that's yeah. been deep. You know, the classic, uh, you know, and I love uh, <laughs> I love Mitch Hedberg, uh, you know, rest in peace. Good sir. Had a great joke about um, uh, <laughs> he said, it's not that the camera was out of focus. It's that there's an out of focus monster <laughs> running around in the woods. <laughs> like, you know, like Bigfoot actually is just out of focus. Why we can't see him. But what do you think about this phenomenon? I mean, like people have claimed to see this all over the world. We've seen different versions of it. And yet for the life of us, we've seen people that have either claimed to have had costumes or have, you know, it's all been hoax, but there's still not been a single solid evidence piece or picture of this actually existing anywhere. It's something about, if you look at, of all the, the crypto cryptids or whatever, if you will, of these creatures we talk about, this one seems to be just fascinates people. And to me, to the life of me, I have this open-mindedness that it's something it is out there. You just think about like, you know, in particular, like you think of like in the Himalayas, you know, the the Yeti, the abominable snowman. There, there's so much that has not been explored because of the treacherous terrain and the altitude that, you know, for the life of me, there could be something out there. And the woods are dense, especially if you're thinking like Canada and most of uh, North America, uh, Northern uh, America. You, you think of like you who you knows who knows i mean again vast people, forests there's vast, vast forest. mountain range there hasn't yeah. been like people actually out there searching there's been like maybe one or two and there's Every the, inch. the yeah there's not yeah. like it's not like the you know um you know the the government looking for et all like going in line together you know and hunting <laughs> things down with their little things you know um uh, that was my ET impression it was horrible. But anyway, so it's something about I've just that's always fascinated me, Bigfoot as as a kid. It's still to this day that I I want to believe that there's something out there like this, and it I think because it's a lot more realistic or plausible, just because of if we think of in terms of evolution, we think of in terms of you know, it, it also think of like ape like creatures. And not like there's not ape like creatures native to the the Amer the you know, North America. So I think there's something, something about that. And, you know, it, it could be a possibility. And you think about legends of like the native Americans would talk about, you know, their, these, these beasts and stuff. And so, and, and also it was funny uh, researching about Bigfoot. There has been like recordings that they've done of the vocalizations, which when they, when you hear like Bigfoot, it's grunts and howls and, you know, like very ape-like. And they said, there's been these recordings that were analyzed. They're like, this is definitely uh, not human but it's definitely some sort of language. So it's like, so there's these, there's the constant like little stuff they've, they've uncovered and then it's been debunked. But yeah, I just think it'd be really great if there was something out there. And I don't know, I, I'm open-minded to it. What about you? Maybe there's a uh, similar to uh, Godzilla versus Kong. Maybe there's like, maybe there's some like subterranean realm where they yeah. live. Uh, yeah. But you know, either deep and high in the mountains uh, like trolls or, or goblins or something, or, or maybe there's just, you know, I, I, I agree with you. There's, um, I, I can't say that I believe in Bigfoot, but I'm wanting and willing to believe in Bigfoot. It's just been such a large part of my life since I was a little kid. And there's so many, you know, I mean, you look at, like I said, theme parks, Knott's has a whole Bigfoot attraction. Disneyland here on the West Coast has the Matterhorn, which features um, Abominable Snowman in that ride. And then, you know, it's just been such a big part of pop culture. And actually, uh, truthfully, my mom is a firm believer in Bigfoot. Well, she's also a firm believer. She loves a lot of the occult and the macabre. And uh, she's a big Halloween person, as I am as well. And she just, she loves this kind of stuff. She loves mysteries and all this stuff. And so she she's always been a Bigfoot person. She, like, I'll catch her every now and then watching those shows, you know, like, catching Bigfoot, hunting Bigfoot, all that stuff. Um, I feel like there's, it, it's too, it's like, 
too many cases around the world to make it seem like enough people are drinking the Kool-Aid that they want their five minutes of fame. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like there's too many people that have claimed to have seen something that it has to be something has to be explained from that. Something, something's got, there's gotta be, there's gotta be something just because yeah, from, from both all corners of the world, there's legends and even, you know, in, in, in variations of it, like you were talking about, like the Chupacabra is kind of very similar, um, you know, in the same vein, like what it is. I mean, this is obviously, it's a little bit more, um, I think menacing and it's legend. It's, you know, it's Chupacabra, I believe means goat. Uh, eater or goat sucker like goat a sucker sucker. Of goats uh so yeah i mean that's a little, a little more intimidating but that and and, and legend of different cultures there, there's just way too much spread across the world and this is before social media that there's got to be something out there there's got to be something out there and maybe there maybe one day we'll find them and uh and even you know think of like think of like the ice age the ice age was this you know, we had the dinosaurs and then eventually we got the ice age. And the ice age was a time where many creatures that we still have on our planet today, it was much bigger, uh, larger versions of them, uh, you know, like saber tooth tiger and, you know, the mammoth. Uh, so it's plausible to think that, you know, the ice age being something that, you know, covered probably the whole world, there could have been apes that were much larger. And eventually, you know, as evolution continued, you know, we got, as I said, gorillas, orangutans are some of the bigger ones, but it's plausible that there could be something out there and it's just been, uh, you know, living in a way that, yeah, it's undetected. And because, you know, the thing is too, like we're in 2021, there are still new species of creatures all over the world still being discovered to this day. And, you know, still things evolve. So I, you know, you can't quite uh, fully just vote it off as uh, implausible, but you know, going off of the chupacabra, I think that is uh, uh, another one that has popped up a lot. And, um, you know, you think of nowadays, a lot of people, especially if it's in uh, certain parts of the world or farmland, you know, people are always worried about uh, when they have livestock, of course, there's, you know, bears, mountain lions, wolves, coyotes, especially um, here in the States. But this idea of, of a creature that, you know, stalks at night and uh, would kill goats or you know other creatures and it goes into that category as well of um, vampire which has been a, a long time myth uh, mythos of you know I mean gosh probably I would say probably the most popular when it comes to the genre of uh, movies and tv of like these kind of you know if you look at the creatures of the night uh, vampires have probably had the most but the idea of, you know, something that can only be um, awake at night, sunlight hurts it, it survives off the blood of other people, um, you know, longevity of life, all this stuff. And then look, you look at the myths of like, you know, oh, garlic can hurt it. It's, it's hurt by the cross. It's hurt by a stake in the heart. So, you know, the myths and stuff that have evolved from, I think, people that maybe were a little crazy and, you know, uh, did things. And then you, you see how like tales expand it you know obviously there's been no more proof of of actual living vampire but you know after all the movies and tv shows we've seen i mean it'd be kind of cool <laughs> if there was one that you well know. Uh, yeah and obviously the variations have you know have changed um and i, I know we'll definitely tackle vampires in one whole episode um in the future but uh i well and thinking of the kind of the spinoff of there and kind of the same vein of chupacabra and kind of a hybrid between that would be, you know, the legends of the werewolves or lycanthropes. Um, you know, this whole thing that a man could turn into a beast. Uh, who could ever love a beast? Um, but uh, something about that, like, you know, and I think there's some things that were like, because of medical conditions where like some guy would like, you know, you think about the bearded lady or like a man would grow like a lot of, you know, then, you know, oh, this, this person looks different. So maybe that that's like a thing. And uh, even like maybe people pronounce canines, they would come off as like, wow, they're very ghostly pale. And uh, something that, you know, the fact that these have gone, it's hard to find what's, you know, legend. And, and, and we're talking about vampires and, and as well. I was actually watching this documentary a couple of days ago. And this guy's, you know, debunking mysteries. And he went to like Romania to learn about the history of the vampire. And there's still these villages. Not obviously more, not necessarily in the cities, 
But in these old villages, they still have these legends like, oh, um, there was a different term for it. Um, I don't know what it was. It was not uh, vampire because the term vampire has been changed over the years. Um, but I thought that was interesting that you still have these um, villages and these small towns in Europe and um just that old world mentality that there's something out there and like you know well there's still people that there are there are people out there that you know you get they get so sucked up pun intended into the mythos that there are actually people out there that do practice um drinking blood oh yeah uh you know there there are people out there that you know they full-on have they have had teeth made and filed to look like vampires they they wear contacts they wear all dark they only come out at night there are people that actually you know they're not actually a vampire but they they practice the the idea and art of being a vampire because they're so sucked up into the mythos and yeah there have been you know we've had a ton of unexplained medical conditions that have happened you see these weird you know you kind of seen like the believe it or not books where you know, like I like the one I always thought was weird is like you, you know, it's people that you know those those guys. Um, usually, this is something practiced in uh, India or the Middle East. Like people that grow their nails super super long to the point that it's like you know, in, in a way you could look at stuff like that. Or we have people that have they so much hair, it, it goes into the myth of you know people see that instantly come up with a theory about it that catches on. It becomes a rumor. It grows. It's like that's how a lot of these have happened. That, you know? That's a general. I think that's a general consensus with a lot of these things we're talking about is the human mind. We can only fathom so much, and I think when we have to see something that doesn't make sense to us, we necessarily will go logical. We're gonna, you know. And I think as science, history, and everything has gone by, there's been more logical senses. People are trying to the collusion, but it doesn't matter how much science you have or. Um, whatever facts there's still the thing i think it's written in our genetic code as human beings that our minds will um create some sort of fantasy or create some sort of like reason behind that oh my gosh that's and then then the mob mentality and then people tell someone else and they oh my goodness and i saw that i saw this and so it, it that's how it's grown and to think that it's built momentum. And this is, again, before time of social media where it was just, you know, people talking in the small towns and then people would travel through the town and, whoa, this town legend. And then you pass it on to another town. So it, it's like an infection of information. And it's just so, so crazy. But I that part, then you, but you get into that. You were like, oh, my gosh. So all these people are believing there must be something. There must be some fact. Something that proves that why this is happening, why, why we are feeling this way why we're seeing what we're we believe we're seeing well and think about like think about like legend um uh you think of the narwhal you think of the narwhal with the horn uh you know legend that that when they had these the horns or something they would find like oh this is a a unicorn think about unicorns stuff like that like i mean that that's something that through another know, another creature that has really <laughs> uh gone into such a category of uh you know nowadays <laughs> unicorns are really uh, beloved uh, creatures for, you know, mostly little girls. Yeah. Um, but that, you know, yeah, again, the fairy tale element of... It's so rare. You it's know, un- such a rarity, you're going to see, yeah, a horse with a horn. And even think of, like, dragons, you know, like, we are, we are you know, another fairy tale creature, we're obsessed with dragons. Especially in overall. medieval literature. Yeah, in medieval times. Uh, Greek, Roman. The Arthurian tales, and to think of... We have had, you know, giant lizards and we've had, uh, you know, snakes and, but it's interesting to think that dragons have also become a, a big mythos of not one that I don't think a lot of people claim have ever really truly believed in the scene, but something that has become so iconic in our pop culture that it, it still fits that category. And I feel like unicorns are, are similar in that way, or even like a centaur of you know, people kind of combining elements of fantasy and realism, taking creatures that really do exist and how you uh, embellish that into fantasy. Well, you know what, Taylor, to finish up our first half here, kind of going off the idea of of you you saying that you see something and instantly you have to kind of paint something in your head, a little bit of a fantasy element to make some kind of proof of it. I think that goes into the idea of ghosts and demons, this idea of the paranormal. 
um, again, something that I think people, and this could be a whole other, you know, episode down the future, but, you know, what happens when we die? Where do we go? Do our souls remain? Um, and then, you know, demonism and think of demonology. And, you know, obviously this has become a huge, huge thing that people love in movies and TV and pop culture, but the, the unexplained of what people claim they've seen, and this has become a huge sensation all around the world of, you know, do spirits exist? Do demons exist? Are there, is there, you know, something out there that keeps us on this planet after we pass? Um, and I think instantly people will, yeah, take it very much usually straight to the creepier side. You know, it's not always, um, some, some cultures really do embrace the idea of, you know, spirits are here to guide us and to uh, help us, you know, through life. It's not so much of a scary thing, but it has become such a connected tissue to horror, uh, the paranormal. Um, but again, there's so many shows, uh, reality shows, of people trying to go and uh, find ghosts and, um, you know, look for footage, look for proof. Again, a big category that doesn't have a lot of full, you know, bulletproof, you know, here, but so many people have claimed to have seen there's been so many uh, tales and myths and it's, it's huge, you know. Think about the, you know, and, then, and we're talking about pop culture movies and things like that with paranormal activities and ghost hunters and like this is footage and you know, the EKG meter, you know, and like, go, again, Ghostbusters, like, oh, we can detect this. So, yeah, so that that's even even more crazy. And but demonology and, and the study of uh, or demons or belief of demons or anything is so vast and general belief, but also Judaism, Christianity, Islam, Buddhism, all these all these religions and their different variations. And that's what the fact that it's it's so transcendent that you you will go down a rabbit hole of information it's nuts and it, it even gets to you know cults that you know there's a lot of cults the, or the occult that, yeah um, the occult the study the of, occult yeah and these rituals of talking about and like think about again one movie that um i think probably the most iconic if you're thinking about demon or possession or uh you know expelling demons or using the power of of, of the religion and god would of course be the exorcist um you know based on the book by William Peter Blatty and then the film, everyone knows that, that the whole idea that, you know, you can use, you know, crosses and holy water and, you know, demons can possess you. And they're basically what a demon is, is a corrupt spirit. Um, Cause they're all ghosts, various forms. So it's like, okay, what's a demon? And you have shows like supernatural where, you know, uh, it's like they explain the demon is a soul. It's like a ghost, but it's a corrupted, you know, soul that's, um, that needs a vessel and this whole idea that you could be possessed and some of the film and stuff is a little bit more graphic other of it just kind of like you know it becomes a physical change other it's just like you wouldn't even know and they've used that to explain you know i mean even we're talking about the conjuring films that that like this is based on true facts or real cases that they argue this so it's like again this goes to what people are trying to explain things because, oh, there's no way that person could have killed those people. He, it had to have been demonic possession. I'll tell you, I had Krispy Kreme the other day. That was a corrupted spirit. I'm still <laughs> feeling that one. Um, but uh, uh, no, yeah, true. It's, it's, it's so interesting to think of all these kind of creatures in this and how we have to, we have to find some scientific factual proof about it we have to find some way to make it real in our head because otherwise it's not something that we see every day so therefore it can't it can't be a blend of reality and and not you know. and there's two different sides of it there's people just trying to debunk it and there's trying to prove it and it's like the more you debunk it the more you you're not disproving it you're just like oh well we've gone through this list a through z let's just check those off but we you know so that but yeah that's why i think people like us um, and, and these fans of the occult are watching these things on sci-fi channel and these different documentaries. It's just so fascinating because, you know, with technology now, it's like now we can tap into, it's like, a, you know, talk about the twilight zone. We were joking earlier. There is this, that there's this other plane of existence that's within our reality, but we just cannot see it. And, but that, that is something that 
is fathomable because it's like it doesn't matter what you believe in religion and think about it, like going off on another topic um islam you know you think of um the jinn or what we we call genie you know that that was a spirit that you know could be malevolent could be positive of course we think of genie we think of rob williams uh um you know classic character but then there's the ones that were a little like uh or evil and they 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 use their powers for for evil so but yeah it's something about that that just it, it's so you like it's nuts it's crazy but yeah we we need as humans we need to explain it or prove it really i think we're, we're really just trying to prove it you know when we, we can debunk it we're like oh but there's still that back of our mind that we want to yeah which that's that's a little bit that makes the hairs on the back of your neck stand up that Ooh, yeah. there there's some other thing out there that can't be explained but may actually be there well Taylor, let's take a quick break and when we come back we'll be back with some more myths mysteries are they out there hey chris do you ever feel you want to change your lifestyle not really. I'm fine with my current wardrobe, thanks, though. I'm not talking about changing your brand names or joining a cult. I'm talking about Ace Lifestyle. <sighs> What's that? Change our hairstyles, help animals out, and say, Alrighty then. No, not Ace Ventura. I'm talking about Ace Lifestyle. It stands for accountability, consistency, and enjoyment. It is the best way to feel better, think better, and enjoy your life. If you want to better your health goals, then this is the way. Okay, Mando. What is this, some sort of new fad diet? No way. Not at all. No quick fixes, no tricks, and it's made for whatever you want to get out of the program. Just like the title says, it's a lifestyle. It's your chance to take charge of your health. Interesting. Please go on. It is designed for whatever you want. Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to gain more muscle? Or do you just want to feel better, mentally and physically? That is what Ace Lifestyle is all about. Well, that seems like a lot to take on myself. You are not alone. When you sign up for this program, you get dedicated professionals who are just as passionate to help you reach your goals. And you're not alone because you're joined by a group of other like-minded individuals who have their own health goals in mind every month. How would one find out more? You can find out more and get started by reaching out through their Instagram at the Ace Lifestyle Co. That's at the Ace Lifestyle Co. Wow. You seem to know a lot about this, Taylor. Well, Chris, I'm not just an expert of Ace Lifestyle. I'm also a member. You certainly look slimmer, more annoyingly energetic than usual. Well, thank you, Chris. It's all thanks to Ace Lifestyle. It's now time for you to take back your health. So go for it and change your life for the better. Something's coming. Something big. And he's ready to be discovered. Ah! It's Bigfoot! Wow, it's me and the feet are a little larger than average. Christopher Walken is Bigfoot. I knew it! I always knew you were real. Thanks, kid, for all the support. It truly means the most to me. You're a little hairier than I expected. Hey, don't be a sass squatch now. I love the way I look. He's off to Hollywood to make a big impression. Here's the deal. I want a 10 picture deal. I think it's only fair. After all, it's me. B-C-U. Bigfoot. Cinematic Universe. Listen, kid, you're gonna be a star. You're gonna be a smash hit. Say, any of your friends able to join the party? I can make some calls. I know people. I got friends. Nessie, little green guy, Chupacabra, Wolfie, and this for my cousin. I'll ask him, but just so you know, he's got a powerful breath. Bigfoot's Big Break, coming next summer. Whoa, you know what they say about big feet, big socks. The only way to see me is to see me on the big screen. Well, we're back. You know what, Taylor? I think if we're going to, you know, go into the next one, uh, this probably is even bigger than Bigfoot um, just because it is probably, it's been around longer. It has, 
it has become its own true category of how big this myth slash mystery has become to the point where we're now we're now actually potentially getting evidence from the military that this is actually a thing you know there's been long-term rumors of of you know roswell and area 51 and all this kind of stuff but talking about ufos aliens do they exist the big mystery are we the only life forms in the universe i you know i always think about we're on this planet earth we're the third planet from the sun in our little solar system the the, the milky way not the snickers the milky way and um to think that you know what are the odds that we on this planet are just far enough from the sun that it's enough heat and stuff to have life form on this planet. But, you know, if you were further on, you know, now we're trying to see if Mars might have life on it. But to think this one solar system, only this one planet has have evidence of life. But the universe, this ever-expanding, you know, this is where I think my mind starts to really uh, <laughs> explode. The vastness of space is so incredible. It does seem a little far-fetched that we're the only source of life in the entire universe um you know it's, it's you know and of course science fiction has taken the idea of ufos and aliens into so many categories when it comes to not just movies and tv but you know reality shows books uh real life phenomenon people fully believing in this stuff making actual money off of you know campaigns of you can go to places and you know it's all alien themed and like i mean it it's it's probably one of the biggest things of entertainment is how much we are obsessed with the idea of is there life out there? It is such the, it's like one of the biggest topics. What's your say on all of UFO alien situation? Well, you hit the nail on the head, Chris. I think that if you, whether, okay, you're like thinking, okay, aliens, it's all hokey. But when you look at the facts that the universe is so, is, is infinite, there is no possible way of this. It's so unlikely that there couldn't be some sort of life out there. But the fact that it's so far away and so far removed that we are still trying to get past, you know, our galaxy, that there, there's got to be a reason for that. And it's also, this is like going to blow like a theory of anyone's mind. I thought this was very interesting. The fact that they, you know, they said there was evidence on Mars of life. You know, there was like kind of a this idea that Mars is the original planet and, uh, you know, we there was wars and stuff and then we settled on Earth and then had to start over again. Our, these kind of weird things that maybe we've gone from planet to planet. Um, you know, again, this again, this will this will have a huge debate, whatever you believe in religion wise, stuff like that. I like to go a little bit of, you know, I like to look at just logical facts here. But um, no, I've always I've always dreamt and, and fully believe that there's got to be aliens out there. Just, just the fact that it would just, you know, we have all these ideas that they would be, they'd be good, that'd be uh, malevolent, they might misunderstood, but you know, they could just be like us. Again, we we think about if you go to terms like the multiverse, there's different universes that there's got to be other maybe human beings there, uh, or maybe a far superior race. You know, I mean, think of like superheroes, Superman. He was from an alien planet, became here, became like the super being. So uh, yeah, it's I've always. At a very young age, I've always been fascinated with the idea of aliens, you know, UFOs. And look at look at the facts, though. It, it's funny all these people that have claimed that, you know, they were abducted. Like, I was in the mother, you know, could have been in a white room and people were in costumes and, you know, um, the anal probing. <laughs> well, it, let's not go there. Uh, whatever you're into, <laughs> sir. No, so there, but the fact that this kind of really, this all took off at a time in the 50s, really. Uh, of that B sci-fi era when, you know, everyone was trying to explain different stuff. And I think this, and this all came right, right around the turn of like when the Cold War started. And I think because all these, these devices and things were, you know, this whole still, I, I like, and this goes into another thing that we could, we could talk. This is a good, a good category to talk about is the idea of Area 51. The Area 51 fascinates me because it is a real place, but we don't know what's going on there. We, we have no clue. No. You know, and remember and, when people stormed it or tried oh God, to storm was it? Oh, God. Was it two years ago? Yeah. Oh, like my God. Yeah, you're two years ago. And I'm sure a lot of people died because, um, yeah. hello, can't We didn't hear there. anything about it. There was like, yeah. <laughs> it, it's that whole, I mean, like, we have video games called Area 51. We have, you know, the idea there's this, this giant uh, government facility slash warehouse where all the secrets about aliens are kept. And potentially that's where, you know, there was this whole 
this whole story of, of Roswell, uh, you know, that a, a, a UFO had crash landed there and then this alien was, this body was found and any of the remnants from that is in Area 51 and anything that's been discovered along the way or, you know, images and any proof has all been kept in Area 51, this whole base uh, that, is, that is believed to be the, 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 the government facility that deals with all the stuff. I think it'd be so fascinating to actually get to actually tour it and be like, what, what you know, what is in there? Yeah, you probably, if you, if you did get there, you couldn't talk about it or your mind got no. wiped. <laughs> and that's the whole thing with like the, the men in black. Men in black. That's, that's, yeah. that, that very, which we will get a whole topic on that eventually. Yes, we'll get to that soon. Um, yeah, it's like, I can't, it's like, there's so much that has been uh, talked about on this topic that again, similar to Bigfoot, it's like, I can't say that I don't believe in it because I just feel like the more and more we've discovered how large the universe is and, you know, multiple galaxies everywhere, it's just, it's, it seems fathomable that at least another planet would have had, you know, I'm not a religious man. Uh, I don't really have uh, that belief system in me, but I have to believe that there was, there's some higher purpose that again we're the only planet in our solar system with life on it and to think that you know it's now 2021 on our planet at least what we claim in terms of years of you know this planet's been alive for billions of years and we're doing podcasts you know we're we're driving cars we're the 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 way that this planet has evolved the way that humans have evolved the way that you know the world has evolved to think of all the things that we have it, it can't just be random chance that happened and so I do believe that there could be life out there. And like I said, you know, for a long time, it's been this government cover-up, this government cover-up of like people, you know, aliens have come, UFOs have come. And now we're actually getting reports that like, you know, and it's been very, there's, there's been so much craziness with this, this with the coronavirus, the politics the last, you know, several years. There's been so much disarray in America already that now like we're getting reports, the military is full on saying like, Oh yeah, there have been UFOs and it's not even nation news. It's not even big news anymore because it's not topping the own problems that are going on of the day. But like, it's kind of crazy to think like there has been stuff revealed now. It's constantly, yeah, it's just been constantly in the background. I think it's everyone's mind. And and let's go look back further real quick. You're talking about like influence of technology and and look at all these ancient cultures that like the Mayans and you know how these how these cultures are able to build these pyramids there's this like with the technology and some of the stuff there's like there there's this idea when like you look at the hieroglyphics and the the you know cave art and and all these um you know stone um illustrations basically kind of you know saying that you know when they're talking about like the gods that they worshiped they actually literally came down from the heavens uh and these were alien beings the idea that maybe aliens had come to our our planet you know thousands and thousands of years ago maybe created life you know we talk uh about like the alien franchise prometheus was that idea that Mm -hmm. you know they kind of started life on earth uh, you know, so that, and then again, this goes to whether if you, you know, you don't believe in God and that that's okay if you do or you don't. Um, but that idea that it wasn't some, it, maybe it was some cosmic being, but cosmic entity from another cosmos, if you will. So that like that, that's what I'm saying, you know, to, again, thousands of years ago, people using um, logic to, to understand what's going on an alien being come down they're gonna like oh this was a god you know they would oh this is not a creature from another earth this is um someone this is our god we're gonna worship them so i think that you know you go back into these ancient cultures like these ancient cultures created a lot but i don't think they were they were just trying to fathom what they saw we even think of like the mayan calendar you know Aztec calendar these these calendars that were made you know several several you know and predicted you know, 100 years ago and predicting stuff that was going to you know up to you know of course we had the whole um oh gosh they only only depicted to 2012 um but you know a lot of these yeah the way that they kind of foresaw stuff in the future and then you look at things like stonehenge you look at things like easter island all those giant statues um yeah the pyramids crop circles hey let's talk about crop circles <laughs> oh the phenomenon of crop circles which some have been debunked as as hoax, but even that is like the fascination of these these crazy uh, formations in you know in the crops that w- that look like oh is this is this um 
is this a landing pattern? Is this a sign? You know, I love the movie Signs. It has a lot to do with that. Um, and yeah, just going back again about like the idea of being abducted. Um, you know, sometimes those those shows that have these, you know, people claiming this stuff, you do kind of take it with a grain of salt. Like, okay, do I really believe that? But to think how terrifying that would be to be, you know, we're, we're obsessed with the image of uh, being beamed up into a ship and all these creepy gray or green aliens you know experimenting on you and and yeah for some reason there's always talk about anal probing um which you know I, these ufos uh these aliens are kind of kinky yeah. um uh in a way but uh th- there's just so much that goes with the mythos that it's it's almost hard to just debunk it as a fully just like oh it's just a fad because it's never going to go away because it's just been a part of our culture for so so long as we grow more you know advanced in technology as well and we're now we're now reaching the early stages of having just everyday civilians maybe have the chance to go to space i can see that you know you think of where we might be a thousand years from now you know we have so many movies and tv shows and books that kind of explain what a future utopia could be like where we have all this technology where we don't you know use every you know stuff that we nowadays no more gasoline you know it's all this you know biofuel yeah biofuels or you know using um, solar panels and all this kind of stuff that we are we're starting like the early stages we're getting this kind of stuff but i'm just imagining what the future could look like and if aliens will ever really be a full-on explained phenomenon but moving away from that let's go back a little bit to fantasy Um, because fantasy does have a ton of creatures that I do think relate to this topic and one I think would be fun to talk about that actually connects to a a few different uh, variations is we talked a little bit about this on our uh, St. Patty's Day episode but I wanted to bring up the the myth and mystery of leprechauns Um, you know looking at uh, I'm kind of combining this category in terms of leprechauns fairies gnomes all these tiny little creatures that people have claimed to have witnessed or seen and how it's grown its own, you know, mythos of, you know, leprechauns, especially, you know, obviously being something that is uh, a myth in Ireland of these small little people that um, can grant wishes. There's always the pot of gold situation. But, you know, a thing that you never see them, you know, it's like you need to find a four leaf clover, Uh, you know, it's this crazy big mythos of leprechauns and how it really has become a huge pop culture thing, mostly with St. Patrick's Day, because that's the day everyone thinks about Ireland. But even then, you know, we've talked about uh, how it can go to creepy levels with, you know, looking at the the leprechaun films with Warwick Davis. Um, But, you know, I remember as a kid always thinking like, oh, um, I'll, I'll, I'll see the rainbow I'll get to go to the end of the rainbow and there'll be a pot of gold and I'll, I'll find a leprechaun. You know, you actually, you start to believe that, that it's real. You're like, is this a clover? No, that that's just a, you just glued a leaf to another leaf. I was like, darn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or, or you know what I used to always do too? You would take a clover and you, yeah, you try to rip, rip one of the leaves. It's like, I know, oh, just so- to show off. Look, it's a clover. I was like, I just want to be lucky. I think I had one time it was a, a like, like amber or was like a plastic. It was a clover, like yeah. cement in that. I was like, that was kind of cool. I don't know where it went. So I wasn't that lucky. It's gone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, you know, the gnomes and trolls, um, fairies. Well, trolls, trolls, especially in, in Norway and Finland are a big, uh, you know, part of their, their myth and fairy tale. And, and again, similar, I think, to Bigfoot or creatures that have always been there. I love the idea of trolls being kind of these creatures out in the woods and in the mountains that like they're kind of part of the land. Like, you know, they're, they're, they're somewhat made of rock. They're somewhat made, you know, and that they, they only kind of come out when they need to feed and then they kind of go back and sleep for hundreds of years, you know, a little, little, do you like, you think of like frozen and stuff like that, where they're like little rocks and they just well, like, like the little, yeah. Yeah. And if you've ever, if you've ever, if uh, just remember bringing it up, if you've not seen the, european film troll hunter you really should it oh, is a uh it's a fascinating film about trolls they've, they've now had a, a, a tv show version of it in america that's like a cartoon version but um it's a great one but I, you know i remember like 
now it's a frozen ride, but I don't know if you remember this. They had the ride uh, Maelstrom in Epcot uh, in the Norway section. And a lot oh, of that yeah. had to do with trolls and the myth of trolls. But yeah, I look at like pixies, fairies, sprites, mostly these creatures that would exist in the woods. And this is another big, you know, folklore myth that people believe exist. People that believe, you know, they're here either to guide you through the woods to help you can grant wishes or out of spite to you know play tricks on you and to you know all that kind of stuff and how this is another thing that's grown really into pop culture media and you look at like tinkerbell is a, a very popular uh fairy and um and it's been you know a bunch of others and then you know we even have look at our cereal you know we have lucky charms we've had that guy in lucky charms forever you have candy pixie sticks you know <laughs> I mean, the list goes on. Um, but do you, do you have any sense of like, do any of these exist in your mind? Or do you feel like this has become another one similar to dragons where it's like just fantasy stories that have, that have kind of gone off, you know, maybe in the same, the same vein um, as dragons, but like the idea of something about that though, as a kid, I always wanted like that to happen. Cause I mean, I think you wanted to to believe in wishes, and I always wanted to. I mean, that obviously that was more fathomable or possible than getting a genie because you don't find oil lamps anywhere, you know. So, uh, but I, yeah, I always like wanted the idea that leprechauns of, of all those leprechauns are always my kind of favorite uh, to think about. Like, but fairies or you know sprites. Um, or like, you know, go like to the Scottish, like the wisps, you know, the will of the wisps. And stuff. Mm, yes. So, yes. um, the, you know, the, but again, and then, and that's close to the same vein of, of the spirits and everything. And I think uh, it's interesting to see where these legends start of it. Like people said, they, they cited that or something like that, but I think those are not, um, legends that have really been, you know, do, dove, dove into, dived into, um, such as like, Sasquatch and, and Yeti and Loch Ness, but it would be very interesting to see, or maybe these creatures had existed, but, you know, think about, think about just, now this is kind of, you know, in different territory, but think of like the, these extinct animals that we have, like the dodo bird or, so, you know, maybe these things did exist and then they were just wiped out. I mean, you think about all the wars and stuff in the name of religion, you know, these did not, again, with all the wars that were fought and, you know, Islam, Christianity, Juda Judaism, all these different, you know, maybe that, that could have been, some of these creatures may have existed, but we got wiped out uh, because of religious beliefs or things like that. So it's interesting, to, but where, like, where do these originate? Like, what were the signs and stuff? And again, was it, you know, trick of the light? You know, did I see something Did you know, uh, I left something out and it was gone. It was just some, my neighbor, George stole it, but I thought it was, a, I thought, I thought it was a gremlin, you know, uh, you know, whatever, what have you. It's just, it's very, it's, it, it'll, it'll make your brain melt sometimes thinking about the stuff. Yeah, it really will. And yeah, I think also you look at, we've had, you know, apocalyptic events before, you know, dinosaurs, obviously from our understanding, you know, having the. And the, the big asteroid you know and there's been multiple events like that before even humans existed so there could be you know from all we know creatures that existed that have connected to these these myths and mysteries that maybe once were or there was you know somewhat something that inspired the idea of them because you know you look at yeah like you know fairies and stuff so if, if that was an event until someone made it up for you know a story you know, essentially they're, they're small humans with wings. So it's like to think of, oh, was it something about um, wanting to have the idea of something that could guide you through the woods that almost related to a bird, you know, and again, taking on animal instinct, um, things that we wish we could do as humans. You know, of course, you, you ask anyone, oh, what would be a superpower you want? Nine times out of 10, people say they wish they could fly. because um, you'd never need a car again, you need to get an airplane again. You just fly wherever you need to go. And so I wonder if that's something that also has grown into the myths and mysteries of things that we wish we could become as humans, but we physically can't. And so they've all stemmed off of that, you know, idea of, well, you think, yeah, you think of villages and towns where there was the storyteller. And again, going back to, what we said that, you know, the stories and the legends grow and, um, and again, you know, whether you, whatever your religious beliefs are, if you just look at like the Bible, some of these stories, 
there's no possible way Goliath was a giant. And again, these tall tales that you know come up, these are again stories that were used to to teach people lessons. So again, you know, from from anything whether it's religious belief or or everything started as you know a, a story, just maybe to teach a tale. And then it grew to be like, oh, did this really happen? So, and I think that that's just something that we're continuing to see, obviously with technology and as the world continues to get smaller, as we continue to spread out and humanity grows, it's harder and harder to hide these supposed legends. But again, that's what makes it so great is because we as humans want to continue. We, we Even if there is nothing out there, we want it to be because I think there's just that idea of it's different from reality and it's it's not only to explain everyday occurrences in our life and our own existence but just the idea that there's something else out there we we want to know just because it, it it's so fascinating we we want i think we have the capacity not just as storytellers as we are in this podcast for storytellers but i think just in terms of humans we want to expand our minds we want to learn and grow more like our, oh, our world's getting smaller. Nope. Our world just got even smaller, you know? Yeah, we want we want the fantasy. We, we want, want to believe. That. We, we want to believe. So thank you for listening today to our Myths and Mysteries episode. We definitely will uh, continue this trend down the line on the podcast because there's so many other categories that uh, definitely uh, can work out in mysteries. But this was kind of fun to do. Cryptozoology, a little bit of the fantasy element there. Uh, along with aliens so uh until next time do you believe thanks for listening to the potential podcast you can follow us on instagram and facebook at the potential podcast or on twitter at the potential pod or you can email us send us your positive feedback and thoughts suggestions and more through our email the potential podcast at yahoo.com i'm your host chris dewar and i'm your host taylor sokol Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.